Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD episode two. Today we are going to be talking about how to find the right therapist. So my name is Kayleen. I had CPTSD for over 15 years. This is Brad. He had PTSD himself as well. And today's episode of PTSD is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD recovery program where I personally coach you through the PTSD and CPTSD recovery process. Um, so if you want more info about that, I'm going to put a link below or you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and you can watch a free training that I put together which you know I talk about how to heal even if you feel completely hopeless even if you've been suffering for decades right so when I was suffering obviously I was I suffered for a long time that was over a decade um, almost two decades so mm -hmm. and um, so I talk a little bit about that and then I introduce the program so if you want to learn more about that there will be a link below um, and we can kind of jump right in and get started awesome yeah this is going to be a really good one. So this is a great episode. Yeah, we've had a lot of experiences with great therapists and bad therapists, um, everything in between. And we hear a lot of stories um, from other people in our group, our positive only group, um, saying good things and bad things. So we're kind of just going to, you know, talk about how to not put yourself in a kind of like a harmful situation and how to find the people who are actually going to help you and actually going to push you forward. Right. So we get a lot of questions on, you know, how do you find the right therapist? How do you know if they're right for you? Mm -hmm. You know, is, you know, X, Y, and Z okay for my therapist to be doing or saying or anything like right. that. Yeah, yeah. And so we do want to start off by saying there are so many good therapists. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kind of hear stories of what to watch out for, some red flags to kind of look for when you mm -hmm. go to seek a therapist and stuff like that. And, um, but there are tons of great therapists and they are out there and there are also sprinkled in some not so great ones, but yep, yep. I always like to tell people it's important to know that everyone is just doing their best. So they're just doing what they think is right and they're doing their best. So they might not be a good fit for you and they might not be good in that profession even, mm. um, but they are trying their best. So we just try to bring love and acceptance to all the stories that we hear, but we want to do best for us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's the goal. We're going to show you some seemingly, we're going to tell you a few stories about some experiences that we've had and that some other people had that, you know, don't show therapists in the best light. But the whole goal of this episode is to, um, you know, just help you find the right people because there are the right people out there. And, um, I'm just going to tell a little quick story about, um, this was my second therapist, I think. Um, but I knew she was, I knew she, right from the beginning, I knew that she wasn't right for me just because of how I felt walking in there, how she kind of spoke to me, but I stayed for two and a half visits, two and a half visits. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and, and a half. half. And yeah. that's important. I'm, yeah. I'll talk yeah. about that in a second, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was super, super important. But the first time, you know, it's just like, I had that, you know, like going into therapy for the first time, like it's not supposed to be super comfortable, but like, you're not supposed to feel like bad about yourself. You know, you're just supposed to feel uncomfortable because you're, sh you're going to be sharing uncomfortable things, you know, like you shouldn't like the therapist shouldn't make you feel bad for anything that you're going through. Um, and the first session was kind of just like normal. Like you talk about you, whatever you get, like the baseline. The second one was like, you get to know him a little bit more. And, um, I told him at the time I was a, a real estate agent. I told him that I was a real estate agent. And then like instantly she just said like, oh, like I hate real estate agents. Like they, they just keep texting me and calling me and, and emailing me all the time. And I was just like, dude, that was making me feel like, just like crap. You know, I feel, I felt like dirt. You like know? that like, was his profession. And yeah, like that's, that's something that he was doing his best in, right? Mm -hmm. And like spending all this time learning and like working really hard at and like saying like it feels uncomfortable to call people mm -hmm. and to cold call people and stuff like that. And that was something that he was trying to like deal with, right? Himself. Yeah, yeah. And then to have someone who's supposed to love and support you go and say, you know, I hate people like that, this, that, and the <laughs> other thing. That's such an awful profession. Yeah, yeah. was like... It's like, it's, it's supposed to be a trusting relationship. And then I, I, I give you a very small piece of my life and, um, like I can't even trust you with that. And then, yeah, on the third, on the third visit, um, I literally walked out halfway, halfway, um, between the session because, you know, just, I like so much emotion that she was like pushing on me. It was just like building up and building up and building up. I left halfway through. She's like, wait, don't go. And I'm like, I'm leaving. Like, this is not this is not a good environment for me. Like I'm not, you're not helping me. I leave worse off than when I came in, you know, because of your doing, you know, like when you're like going through like your memories and stuff, like sometimes you're not going to feel like, like amazing after every session, but you shouldn't feel worse. You shouldn't feel like somebody else is 
I don't know, like belittling you, you or belittling or, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and, I mean that that's a big thing, like belittling someone in their profession, and of course their feelings, right? And yeah, so him yeah. sharing something as small as, "Hey, this is what I do for work." And getting that much stress from someone who should be coming from a place of non-judgment um, was really bad. And I, I think you make like a really good point. What mm. is so strong of him, and we're going to talk about this a little bit at the end, is he left halfway through a session, right? And so what Brad is saying here is like, yes, there are times that you will be speaking with a therapist and it gets uncomfortable, okay? And it gets stressful and mm -hmm. you, you can be in obviously a lot of pain um, yeah. talking about some of the things you're going through, but you should never feel like that person is causing you that stress. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You absolutely. should feel like that's something that you're working through, that you're talking about, that yes, it's, yes, it hurts. Yes. It's painful to kind of think about your past and face your past, mm -hmm. but it should never be coming from the person that's sitting across from you. Right. And right. so he has the standards, right. Enough to say, this is not a good situation for me. I'm not going to mm -hmm. put myself even through another 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever right, it is right. of this because you are so toxic. Right. Yeah. And so that's really important to trust yourself and trust your gut. If you're in a situation where someone is made in any situation, right. Therapist or not, yeah, yeah, where someone is making you so feel true. bad yep. and someone is belittling you and just making you feel bad. You, yeah. you need to get yourself out of that situation. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's a doctor or if it's, you know, someone with like authority. If you don't feel comfortable, if you don't feel safe, you need to leave that situation as soon as possible. And yeah, so yeah. that's admirable that you did something like that. You got to be there for you. You got to be there for you. Ultimately, like you are the only person who's going to like you control you. You control your actions. Nobody else controls your actions. Nobody else controls your thoughts. It's like you are in you are in the driver's seat, right? Like you can. Like, don't let anybody else try to, like, override that. Like, you need to be there for yourself. You need to understand, set those standards for yourself and understand what you will accept and what you won't accept. Because that's, talking about acceptance brings up another story, but um, that's that's a huge point. And I'm not saying that to complain or saying, like, she's, like, a bad person or something. She was probably going through, like, her own stuff. Um, and she just wasn't fit to help anybody at that point. Um, but, yeah, I just want you to, I wanted to tell that story to um, let you know that, yeah, you need to set those standards for yourself and really have those that in, like you need to be there for yourself. You need to like know. And I like the reality is I should have left after the first session. I like I knew, I knew. But I I'm like, oh maybe, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get mm -hmm. better. Maybe it'll be better. Um and it was just, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a very important thing. But yeah, the the story about um acceptance. I had another one, another therapist. Um Again, like we're going to be telling some, some not so good stories, but there are good ones. So there's very, there's a light at, um, at the end of every one of these stories. Um, but another one just told me to accept that this was my new normal. This is how like I was going to feel. I was like, at this point I, I already went through, um, EMDR. I already went through, um, all, quite a bit of therapy. I was just looking for somebody else to kind of help with my, um, my like racing pounding heart kind of anxiety feeling that was left over from everything. And she's like, you know, that's, that's probably something you're just going to have to accept and live with. And I'm like, dude, like I come here to get better. I, I don't come here to, to stay the same. Like I came here for a solution and like, I know there's a solution. Like there has to be a solution and you're not giving it to me. You're, you're, you are trying, you're trying to crush my hope. You're trying to tell me that something's not possible when like it, it clearly is possible. I mean, truly like anything's possible, right? If you're, if you, we always say this, like, if and it's gone by the way, it's gone now. So like, right. So, so <laughs> it was possible. Um, so if, if you, you know, experience pain and you can kind of like develop these symptoms, you can also like develop back to normal or, or like undevelop these yeah, symptoms. Absolutely. Right. So like there is a way. And so like, to go to someone and for them to now beliefs are so fragile in the first place, right. For mm -hmm. you to reach out and say, you Absolutely. know, I believe I can get better and I'm going to search for help. Right. I'm going to go see a therapist. That's that all. It takes a lot of guts, right? There's a big stigma around mental health. There's a big stigma around therapy. Yeah. And so to even get to that point and get to the point where you make an appointment, right? You reach for help, you search for help, you make an appointment, you show up and you sit in there. front of them, right? And then for them to squash the belief and say, no, no, this is your new normal. That's a big red flag, right? Yeah. Because I know if I can get this way, I can unget this way. Yeah. Okay. And that's really, really important. And of course there is a solution and there was a solution and we found the solution. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that for him was like, okay, this is a bad situation. I come here to grow and to get better and to get help. And you're telling me, no, stay the same. Yeah. No, it all comes down to the belief that anything is possible. 
anything, anything, anything is possible. A lot of people get caught up on like, oh, this person is the expert. This person knows everything, right? This person is a PhD in this and that and whatever. And I have like, they have an MD in this, they're a doctor. And like, they know everything. What they say is 100% true. And that's just not true. Nobody knows everything. Nobody knows everything. That's why people are like, oh, you need to get multiple, what do you call it? When you see multiple doctors, like you need to get multiple opinions from different doctors is because not one doctor knows everything. And that's just the way it is. And like, you can't, like, you just can't accept that. Um, If someone tells you you can't do something or tells you something's not possible, like you just can't accept that. And you have to go find someone else who's going to support you and push you and, get you to where you want to be because everywhere you want to be anywhere you want to be in life is completely possible. And I think that that you bring up like an important point is like, you know, therapists, doctors, anyone with letters next to their name, anyone without letters next to their name, everybody is human. Right. right? And so like barely anybody has a perfect mind or a perfect memory or perfect recall or perfect information or has read everything and experienced every situation ever to be had. We still know like almost nothing about the human brain. So it's like as the human race in general, we almost nothing. And especially about mental health, this field is like so new compared to right. Our existence. And it's really important to know, like just because they have a label on them, just because they're wearing a lab coat, just because they have, you know, gone to school and got a degree and I'm not belittling degrees or doctors by any means, but don't forget that they're human beings and yes, they're doing the best they can, but it it doesn't mean they know everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you need to trust yourself and you need to trust the fact that you can do anything. You can achieve anything. Anything and everything is possible. I mean, we've been to the moon, okay? So, like, anything and everything is possible. You know, if you told the um, Native Americans that, you know, we were going to put a man on the moon, they'd be like, mm, <laughs> take a hike, right? Okay? Um, so Yeah, try, just- to, try to tell Elon Musk to not go to Mars. Elon he's going to do it. <laughs> runs SpaceX. Yeah. And so he's the guy that just put the car in space. The Tesla in space. Just recently. And landed the automated rockets back on Earth. Like, dude... So just like anything is possible when you go talk to people, remember that anything is possible and keep your beliefs strong. Okay. So if you're going to reach help, you're going to say, okay, I know I can get better. I need a little bit of help and find the person that's going to help you and going to help you grow. Yeah, Do not be around someone who is going to hold you back or going to keep you at the same level. That's really dangerous. Yeah. There's people out there too who will do that. We found people who did that for, for us. And, um, that's important thing to always keep in mind. We've been saying it a lot, but it's an important thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, and you might have to do some, some sifting, right? There's going to be some trial and error. I mean, you might get it on your first shot. You might not. Yeah. That's just the way it is. I've had very amazing experiences with, um, therapists and therapy Mm -hmm. and you've had a handful of not so good ones first, which is a little bit of a bummer. Mm -hmm. Um, but also a handful of good ones. Yeah. So that completely changed my life. Really, really, truly. So, so there's a lot of good out there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So we want to share a story. We just, this was just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was just yesterday, yesterday. We heard this story. So we were speaking to someone from our, um, positively only, um, Facebook group and they were kind of talking about their experience in PTSD and PTSD recovery and inpatient and outpatient, mm-hmm. yep, yep. um, stays at like hospitals and, um, work with therapists and doctors and stuff like that. And so, it was just horrifying. It was to horrifying. Hear, honestly. And, and it's not, this isn't going to be detailed or anything, but like what this person went through is like just unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. sad. And it brings it back to that point is like, if you feel uncomfortable, you're in the wrong place. Okay. It doesn't matter right, if they're right. a doctor. It doesn't matter if yeah, they're a therapist. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a friend or family member. If you're uncomfortable, you need to leave. Okay. And so this person specifically went through, um, three, um, right. PTSD kind of recovery, programs either locally or fairly locally in person, um, programs and they did inpatient and, um, outpatient therapy, which is like, you kind of, you go all day and you go for either two weeks or whatever it is. And it's like all day. And yeah. So the inpatient, you stay overnight there on the outpatient, like you go, it's like school, right? Like you go from like nine to five Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And then you kind of, um, you do your stuff all day and then you go home. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, so like to me, like, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, this, this is like, this is supposed to be like the best of the best. This is you the know, thing, like, right. this is like the ultimate, like I'm here all day for like a week, oh, like a week or two weeks or whatever. 
And like this, 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 this is probably like the best thing that and, I can get at this point. And I will definitely be better after this. Yeah, yeah. And this is really important. If I'm not better after this, I'm really messed up. Right. This has to work. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you're going you're for like, two oh, weeks yeah, with like doctors is... and therapists and like you would think that. So. Yeah. And then you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this person, you know, went. So I, they have messaged us cause we've kind of asked them about it and I just highlighted some kind of keywords. I won't tell the whole um, story, but these are kind yeah. of some feelings that they felt. So part of what it was, was group therapy. Um, so these are some of the feelings from, they went to three separate um, inpatient and outpatient um, things. Okay. So um, the words I highlighted, the keywords here, I literally came unwound, right? Everything shifted. My nightmares went from being fearful and general content to being really, really detailed and really, really hurting me. Um, I wasn't sleeping. I became suicidal. Like I was, so basically she's saying like, I was, oh, I was okay. I was really in a lot of pain. And then I went and I, it got worse. I became I became, suicidal. right. I became so I suicidal. wasn't already. I um, wasn't, but I became suicidal. I learned why I was physically sick from being mentally broken. Okay. The keywords there, um, like w- mentally broken. Mm-hmm. You're not broken. Okay. No. You're the furthest thing from broken. You are a human being and you have just experienced something. There is, there's nothing broken. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's healing to be done, but there is absolutely nothing broken. You're not permanently damaged. You have a road ahead of you, a journey ahead of you, but you are not broken. So I, yeah. Keyword. I learned I was, why I was physically sick from being mentally broken. Yeah. So this person left feeling just strengthening that belief, which a lot of people have. And like you had, like when I first met you, like you would always say, I'm broken, I'm broken, I'm broken. And like, that's what most people feel. I mean, cause you feel that way, but this person went through this, you know, expecting that it was going to be this huge life changing thing and left strengthening that belief that I am, um, mentally broken. That I am just broken down. And that is really, really sad. And then it kind of goes on further. I went home, um, from these days feeling deeply depressed at my new reality, the loss of my life as I knew it. Right. So strengthening that belief that I am broken. This is my new reality. I've lost who I was before. God bless you. you. Which is of course we know now simply not true. And this is like devastating because you're surrounded by people, by multiple people who are telling you this information, which is dangerous information. I mean, this is really painful and really sad. Like we heard this and, we were, we were kind of livid, um, that this yeah. goes on in the world. And this, yeah. this is three separate places. This is three separate occasions of two weeks stays or, um, even longer. Um, so you go here trying to feel better. You leave feeling deeply depressed. Way worse. Like, it just gets better from here though. Um, I, you know, uh, I'll skip that part. Um, so I began therapy, but you know, every time I went, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, my sleep was non-existent even with the meds they gave me. So like she was explaining that, you know, she was sleeping and she was having nightmares with like kind of feelings and emotions and they were painful and then they kind of got worse and now not sleeping at all. Mm -hmm. Um, my dreams were becoming more aggressive and then this is, this is just devastating. Um, I went daily from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. in group therapy and we learned about triggers and they purposely triggered us to teach us what to do when we were triggered um, to do grounding. It was a scary experience and I felt every emotion possible and seeing others suffering was heart-wrenching. Um, so, so you're in a group of people, right? Um, being purposely triggered to go into your flashbacks just so you know, you know what it feels like just to know how to get yourself out. And that this, this is, this is the part that we're like, this is like the 1950s where you're experimenting on people with, you know, shock therapy and like, there's no regulations or anything at all. Like it's completely, it's the wild it's so West. disturbing. It's so, so, so disturbing. And I can't, I can't believe that people would go like, go do that to other people who are suffering like that and tell them that this is the right thing to do. But we want to share the story just to like show you that like, you need to, you need to be so good on yourself that there are going to be people out there like who have these degrees, who have these, these letters next to their name that are going to tell you to do these things. And you know, you want to believe them. You want to believe them because you're in, you're in such a painful place that you're like, Oh, like I, I'll like, I'll pretty much do anything to get relief. Right. Okay. And then you try, try to believe that, them. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's so, it's so, so sad and it's so, so dangerous and they do. Right. And so, 
again, everyone's just doing their best, but that clearly, like when you hear that, you're like, that is not a good situation. But again, you're in a place of pain where you're saying, okay, like, let's try this. Like, this is going to hurt. Yeah, but let's try it, whatever. And not only are they, that is just something awful. Um, doing that, doing that in a group, of course, doesn't make any sense on top of it already not making any sense. Mm -hmm. And then, um, what they're doing is strengthening that belief that the only thing you'll be able to do is cope Mm -hmm. with this. Right. So they're saying like, you're going to be triggered for the rest of your life and you need to learn how to deal with it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do that here. So you learn how to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you need to accept it. This is how, this is your new reality, right? Right. You're going to be triggered for your life. That's, that's essentially the lesson. And you need to learn how to cope and coping is the only way to recover, which is just to deal with your new, your new new reality. reality. It's ridiculous. And it's so disturbing. And it's like, it's, it is heart wrenching. It's It's, like, it's sad to even hear that. It sounds like a horror film. It honestly, to be honest, like I can't even imagine what that's like. So that is obviously a really bad situation. So the kind of the moral there, and again, not everything is like that. Not every inpatient or outpatient is, is like that, but the moral there is that you need to be so strong in your belief, right? You need to fill yourself with positivity. You need to fill yourself with people who have done it. Surround yourself with people who have done amazing things, people who have been to the moon, people who have become rock stars, people who, whatever, um, have achieved a position mm-hmm. in your you know, town council, whatever it is. Yeah. Fill yourself, surround yourself with people who are positive, people who have done great things, people who continue to grow and trust yourself. Okay. Ultimately, you know, you're going to know if it feels right or wrong and you need to trust yourself. And I know a lot of people don't trust themselves and you need to trust yourself. Okay. Mm. It doesn't matter who they are, how long they've been doing what they're doing, what their qualifications are. You need to trust yourself and do what feels right for you. And that is the overall lesson here, right? It's like, we're not going to be able to obviously hold your hand and go with you um, to these places as much as I would love to do that with everyone and be like, whoa, this is not a good situation. You have to trust yourself Mm -hmm. and know what feels right and what feels wrong. Right, right, right. So important. Incredibly, incredibly important. Super important. Yeah. So that is like the overarching lesson. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of bad. There's a lot of good. So keep going until you find the good. Keep going until you find a place where you feel comfortable, safe, accepted, loved, um, and encouraged to be better. Yeah, yeah. So she was saying, keep yourself in front of successful people, people who have success in every area of life. Um, And that, like she said, there's people like just people in general, like who have done amazing things, but there's also people who have, um, recovered from PTSD. She's recovered. I've recovered. There are people in our, uh, Facebook group, our free Facebook group that have recovered. Like we talk to people all the time. Cause like she says, she reaches out to people, you know, just offering help. Be like, Hey, do you want to talk? Do you want to like, I don't know, like send me a message or something. And she like, she gets messages back. Like, no, you know, I'm, I'm just here to help. I like, I actually recovered from PTSD. I'm just, I'm just here to help. So like, Surround yourself with positive people like that too, because right. it's possible. Like not everybody is telling their, their story of full recovery. Right. But there are people doing it every single day. And I promise you that. So join that positively positivity only group called uh, healing PTSD, healing PTSD on Facebook. Um, again, it's free. We'll join, put a link. We'll put get a link. around. We'll put a link below, yeah. um, in the description. And it's, but it's, seriously, that's an easy way to surround yourself with positive people and get positive inputs. And like, you don't like, if you feel like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there. You can just watch, just you know, watch. until you're comfortable mm-hmm. to, to share and kind of interact with some people or not at all. But either way, like if you're just watching, you're going to be seeing good stuff. You see positive quotes, you see help. Hey, um, you know, this helped me with my anxiety. This helped with this right, without right. any detail, without any no sadness, detail. without yeah. any like, oh, my life is so hard today. Like I lost my job. None of that. It's only positivity. Mm-hmm. So it's saying, how can I be better? How can I be the best? You know, I love and so, I mean, there are there, these people in this group, I think we're at 25. Yeah, 2,500. 2,500, right? Yep. So just, they love and support you, right? There are people in this world that will love and support you and accept you no matter who you are. And you will never know these people, right? For like in real, like you're, you're I mean, I guess you could run into them, but you would never know if you ran into them in the street. But these are real people in this world that will love and accept you for who you are and encourage you to grow and get better. And it, it is yeah, yeah. so amazing to just, just, just watch this group interact and watch them help each other and lift each other up. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Join that. And of course that is PTSD related. So everyone there understands 
that is what the group is about. And mm-hmm. it's about PTSD and everyone is helping with the PTSD and CPTSD, of course. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And, it interact. Is. and I'm it in the group is. all the time yeah. and I'm interacting and trying to comment on everything as much as I can and giving help. And it's, you know, like, Hey, I need help with anxiety or, Hey, I need help with, you know, nightmares. Do you all have any suggestions? And mm. everyone's going to give you positive suggestions and awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. So it's really, really great. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's an awesome place. Definitely join. Yeah. Click that link right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it'll help you so much. It it'll will. help you it's, so, so it's, much. It's a really great group. There's no other group out there like that. And you it. can interact We've with tried. me. Of We've course, looked. you can always send me an email. And I'll, like, I'm very interactive. I'm I'm doing it all the time. I'm here for you. I believe in you one million bajillion percent. And that's true and honest. I care about you and I believe in you. And I know that you can do this. I don't care what your situation is, what you've been through. You know, we always talk about don't compare traumas. It doesn't matter. Your pain is your pain and it hurts. And I know that you can overcome it. Mm-hmm. No and matter how long, no matter how long, no matter how long, if it's been it. 90 years or if it's been a year, it, I, a I, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We, you know, we, we both, we believe in you. We know you can do it. We know you can overcome it genuinely. And honestly, mm-hmm. um, we're here for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I want to kind of segue into another, another, um, cool story that came to mind, um, about the VA. So the Remember VA, yeah. for yeah, those yeah. of you who don't know, or for those oh, not yeah, the, in the United States, is the is the Veterans Association. Yeah. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. for United States veterans, so veterans of war. Mm-hmm. Um, and the VA, so if you're not from the States, um, you might not know this statistic. There's been this kind of statistic floating around for a few years now that um, 22 U.S. veterans um, kill themselves every day. So 22 mm-hmm. a day, right? Um, and so the VA has gotten a lot of kind of heat for that, right? Because it's it's their job to, of course, employ the veterans and mm-hmm. they're there to give them benefits and to be a resource and they have um, help them. mental health yeah. associates. And we don't want to completely dismiss the VA. They've gotten a lot of heat. Um, but based on the things we've heard about the VA, the things mm-hmm. that you know we read and we've interacted with a lot of veterans... Um, we want to tell veterans out there, do not rely on the VA. Okay. Do not wait for them. Do not rely on them. I've talked to people who, you know, they've gone to seek help from the VA and it's been two years since it it was two years from the time they said, okay, like I need, I need some help. Right. And of course this, this is PTSD related. Um, I need some help and it's two years until they get to sit and see someone. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they wonder why it's such a big problem and everybody wonders why it's such a big problem. I mean, two years, like two years. Two after years. you come back to get help to see somebody, right? Like, and that's not that's not abnormal either, right? No, it's not. That's not abnormal. Um, and I don't know the statistics as of right now, but as of I think it was from 2013 to 2014, um, there were over 300,000 people on a waiting list at the VA um, that didn't get seen in that year. In yeah. that year, yeah. okay. So, yeah. like, at the point where you're 000. like, I need help. Okay, lo- what are my resources? I, you know. M- uh, you know, a lot of veterans struggle when they come back, right? And they don't have um, the financial resources, so they do rely on the VA to, okay, like you know, this is what I signed up for, and yep. you are supposed to help me. And they do they do a good job of that in some cases, and um, in some cases, you know, when at the point where you're saying, okay, I need help, and it's two years out, you know, you kind of wonder why that number is so high, and that um, is why. Yeah, yeah. And so we just we like to tell that story, and I've t- I've talked to a lot of people, and that story rings true kind of time and time again. It's months i mean even months is, is far too long honestly weeks is kind of a long time yeah seriously um, so seriously. Do, if you are a veteran and you're waiting for the va do not do that okay seek help on your own go to a private practice um reach out to us we're going to do the best that we can to help you because that that is truly unacceptable and i just want to share something from the va's website which is barbaric um but from the va's website right so you know you look up what is ptsd and of course the va Comes up because I'm in country and probably Google knows that I'm in country, right? And so you go to a link, um, you know, page not found, but you dig around a little bit and this is what you find. Um, Their definition of PTSD. It's normal to have upsetting memories, feel on edge, or or have trouble sleeping after a traumatic event. At first, it may be hard to do normal daily activities like go to work or go to school or spend time with the people that you care about. But most people start to feel better after a few weeks or months. 
if it's been longer than a few months and you're still having symptoms, you might have PTSD. Now, this is the Veterans Association's website. This is supposed to be an authority on PTSD. And uh, veterans, right? So, like, you know know what these people have done for our country, right? What they've been through, yeah. they go to search on this website because that's where their resources are supposed to be and they get... But most people start to feel better after a few weeks or months. How is that going to make you feel? Don't worry. After a few weeks or months, you you should be better. You should be. Yeah. Most people get better. Most people get better after a few weeks or a few months. Therefore, if you don't get better after a few weeks or a few months, you're weak. So, There's something wrong with you. Like, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Right. There's, yeah. So be really careful, um, veterans and people who go to the VA. This is supposed for to be an resources. authority. That's supposed to be helping you. That is not a helpful definition, right? No. That does not make you feel like, okay, it's okay to get help, right? So obviously, veterans also have that stigma of like, um, I'm tough. I'm supposed to be tough. I'm this war hero, which like you all are. We all appreciate mm. how much you do for our country and we love and we we cannot express enough how thankful we are for what you do. Um, but admitting or, uh, seeking help does not mean that you're admitting weakness. It means that you're radiating strength. Okay. So we always say this, like it takes a very strong person to go and get help and reach out and get resources. So if you're a veteran, do not rely on the VA. Okay. If you're waiting for them, if you get an appointment with them, great, do your thing. Um, but again, trust your gut. Okay, if you have to pay out of pocket, I promise it's worth it. It's worth it to go massively into debt to heal, to get better, so you can live your life, so you can be whole, so you can provide um, for yourself, for your family, for your community, for yeah. your church, whatever. Yeah. It's you the decide. most important thing. It's, it's the number one important. most. It's you. It's you. Everything, everything that happens in your life happens in your brain. It's like you need to get that right. Just period. It's the most important thing. But the whole weakness, like I'm weak if I need help or anything like that is completely wrong because like what is like what like when when going to get help like that's that's a really 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 hard thing to do because there's a huge stigma against that like when i first started to go like i didn't want to go because i didn't want to admit that i there was something wrong with me right? right but like that because it was so hard means it takes a tremendous amount of strength and courage to go admit that i need help making that like a super, you need to be super, super strong to admit that you need to do this and that I can do this because like it's a super hard thing to do and all the hard things take strength to do. They do. Yeah. And that's, it's really important. Right. And okay. Like men have it even harder. Right. Because you always kind of express that when, you know, when a, a guy and a girl grow up, it's very different hopefully Mm. less so now than it was even when we were growing up, which obviously was not that long ago. Um, you know, you felt like you always had to kind of, there was this pressure to suppress your emotions and to not feel emotions. And so like when I was going through what I was going through and you were there for that, Mm. um, you know, he felt like he couldn't express his emotions and almost like you didn't deserve, right? To like feel those things. Right, right. I shouldn't feel those things. That's how I was yeah, that's how I felt. I was like I was going through all this and I was just like, oh, you shouldn't feel that. Like, don't let that out. Don't let that out. I was pushing it down and pushing it down and pushing it down until it just like, it was bursting at the seams and it just like came out and, you know, just controlled and took over my life, completely took over my life and put me in a really, 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 really dark place. Yeah. Because I was pushing it down and I wasn't dealing with it as it came up. So it's really important and it takes a tremendous amount of strength and that doesn't mean that you can't do it because you have that strength inside of you. Yeah. Okay. Everybody has that strength and- you just have to do it. It's, it's just, so yeah. important. I mean, like Brad said, like y- your brain is all that you are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like, I, if you think about it, like everything you do happens. Everything in your brain. you do everything happens you do. in your brain. Everything you see, your everything thoughts, you feel, your emotions, your inputs, everything is happening in your brain. Right. Your right. body is just this source. Of, it's just a resource. Right. It's just so I can pick up my coffee. Right. Like it, your eyes. It's not doing anything. My brain's telling me to pick up the coffee. Yeah. You know, so it's really important that you get that right for you. You have to be whole to help the people you love, to help yourself, to be who you are. I mean, that's who you are and you have to be whole to do that. And sometimes that requires, honestly, for everyone, it requires extra help, but especially (laughs) for people who are struggling, you know, go get resources, go and seek help. And there are so many great, amazing resources out there. There's amazing content online. We put out Mm -hmm. free content all Mm -hmm. the time, just trying to help people. Our Facebook page, that healing PTSD group. Um, the Instagram page, we, we want to feed you with positivity because it is possible and it, it does, it takes some strength to go out there and seek help and say, Hey, okay, something's a little off. 
and I need to make yeah. a hole. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you're not broken and you absolutely can do that. Okay. Yeah. And there's yeah. a way to do that. And it doesn't matter who you are. You can absolutely do that. Yeah. Um, so it's really, really, really important. Yeah. And you are, it's really, really important. It's the, it's the most important thing. Your mental health is the most important thing. You want to be the best parent you can be. You want to be the best parent to your kids. You got to be mentally good. You want to be in, be in the best health you can. You got to be mentally good. If you're like, you're depressed, like I was eating a tub of ice cream a day in my, in the basement, um, playing video games and watching TV all day because I was depressed and just anxious all the time. I'm not going to go work out. I'm not going to be a good, I'm not going to be a good boyfriend. Um, and I wasn't doing anything at that time. I wasn't doing anything to help myself. And the moment I tried, I, I transitioned from, you know, being depressed and doing nothing to putting myself out there to try to improve my situation, my mental health. And like, just, you know, keep, keep going out and keep like putting myself out there to, 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 to try to learn, to try to grow. Um, that's when things started to change and for everything, everything you know, not shifts. just me, not just me being depressed in my basement. Um, my, our relationship got better. You know, my relationship with my family got better. My relationship with, um, or my health got better. My, my business got better. Everything got better. And it's the, it's the only thing that you have. If you want to, if you want to be the best person, you got to take care of yourself, period. Don't, don't let yourself make the excuse that like, oh, I need to be here for this person or I need to be doing this. It's like, if, if you are suffering like this, this bad, like you got to take care of you so you can take care of this person. It seems so simple, su such a simple thing, but it's, it can be a hard thing to accept for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people struggle with this concept of if I spend time on myself, I'm taking time away from someone that I love. And that simply is not true. When you spend time on yourself, when you get yourself right, when you get yourself whole, you're giving a lot more to that person because you're going to be whole for that person and you can help them truly and honestly and genuinely. Um, right. And that's right. really important. You know, you spending an hour a day, which like that's that's zero time and that's a lot of time at the same time, okay? Yeah. So you spending your commute to work listening to something positive or you spending mm -hmm. five minutes in the morning meditating, okay? Get up a little bit earlier, go to bed a little bit later, right? You don't need to spend every waking moment. So Americans, I'm gonna say this again, makes it sound really bad, guys. <laughs> um, watch five and a half hours of television a day on average, yeah. okay? So when you take an hour for yourself, you're not taking from your child. You're giving to your child, Okay, so you're taking from TV and everything else, right? So there's a lot of time in the day and we all mm -hmm. have the same amount of time. And it's really important to recognize that when you are giving to yourself, you're giving to everyone. And it's, it's a hard mindset, especially for parents, parents and moms have a really hard time with this. You need to give to yourself. You need to make yourself whole. You need to make time for yourself in order to give your best self and give your best to your children, to your family, to the people that you love. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's really important to make that shift. And it is a hundred, 1000 majillion, bajillion percent true. You need to take care of yourself first. Yeah. We wouldn't be here right now if we didn't take care of ourselves. We wouldn't be talking to you right now if we didn't take care of ourselves. If Kayleen didn't um, do what she needed to do for herself and her own mental um, health. health, her own mental health, like she wouldn't be here to help you. Period. And what you can do is like when you start taking care of yourself, you're going to be able to help a lot more people. I know a lot of people, people say that like, like one of my dreams and one of the things I, I want down the road is to help people going through what I'm going through right now. So they don't have to experience the same pain and the same struggle that I went through. And it's, it's just so important. There's so many, there's, I don't see any negatives. There's no negatives when you no focus negatives. on yourself and your mental health. And it's, unbelievably important and we wouldn't be here without that and it that's really true and it's a really good point it's like if i didn't take that time to focus really focus on myself and really heal myself and get yeah. myself straightened out and get myself right you know now right right now as of today i think we reach just about ten thousand people every day that's ten thousand people yeah and yeah. that's because i took the time to focus on me Right. And mm -hmm. that hurts me too. Right. It, it, it did at first. It doesn't now. Obviously now I understand that. But at first it was like, I don't want to spend time on me. Like for one, I didn't think I deserved it. And for two, like I want to give, I want to help people. I mm -hmm. want to reach out a, a hand and I want to be the best friend I can and the best girlfriend and the best kid and the best, uh, you know, daughter or whatever. And it, it takes a while to shift that mindset, but it's so important because if I didn't do that, you know, now my relationships are 
a million times stronger, right? Because I I took that time for myself. Now we have a reach of 10,000 people every single day because I took that time for myself, right? And that's growing every single day. And it's because I flipped it around. I said, okay, me first. And Mm. then... I can help people to the best of my ability. Yeah. Make, so it's really, really important. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Make that transformation in yourself so you can help other people make that same transformation. That's kind of the moral of this whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's so important. So that's really important. Yeah. So one more therapist story. Yep. So <laughs> if your therapist has PTSD, they are probably not um, a good resource. Um, <laughs> If they are still currently struggling with their own PTSD, this sounds silly. I know this sounds obvious. I know I literally have talked to people where they're like, yeah, like my therapist still has PTSD and, you know, we get through it together and sometimes I go into the office and I tell her something that I found online and she's like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I'll try it. Um, So you should not be um, in that situation. (laughs) As a therapist. Yeah. Like if you want, if you want to help someone who's going through it like with support and stuff, but like someone who you're like, you're going to, to heal from. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's should should be healed, right? If they they have had PTSD, that's great. They have a great perspective on it, but should be healed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that is a red story. Just, just, just a little bit of a red flag. A little bit of a red flag is if they're still struggling (laughs) Mm, with PTSD. You might want to ask you, yeah, is this the right thing? Yeah. Yeah. Am I in therapy or are you in therapy? (laughs) Am I teaching you stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's um, what it was, right? That's what it was. I'm going in there. I'm teaching you stuff to help help you. Trust yourself. Check yourself. And I'm paying you (laughs) (laughs) for me to help you. For those red flags. Um, and just, just know that there are a lot of amazing therapists out there and you don't have to be in a bad situation ever, ever, ever. Should you never leave halfway like Brad did know yourself and trust yourself and set some standards for yourself. Set those standards. So we talk very highly of standards. Um, if someone belittles you, this is a big one for me. If you belittle me, I'm going to leave. Right. Um, it's something that doesn't make me feel good. So when you set a standard, there are basically two things you can do. You can remove yourself from the situation or you can stand up for yourself in the situation. So, um, for example, or just accept it or you can accept it. Okay. That is the third option. Right. So say like for, for something that means like you belittle my intelligence. Right. So you say something, you call me stupid. And so I can accept that you call me stupid and just leave it. Mm -hmm. I can leave the situation, say, well, I'm out. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. Or I can stand up for myself. And that doesn't mean um, cause a fight or anything like that. What that means, right, is say um, something like like something like I say is like, hey, um, that didn't make me feel very good. I don't appreciate you speaking to me like that. I'm not going to accept that kind of um, verbiage or I'm not going to accept that um, from you. And I would appreciate if you didn't do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can leave or then you can have a conversation and simply say, I don't appreciate that. I don't accept that. And I will not accept that now or at any point in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause once you accept that, it kind of opens the door for that to continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so standards are really, really important and you can set them in all situations and blanket standards, right? So that's kind of a blanket standard. If someone belittles me, I'm going to say something or I'm going to leave. Right, right. Because like you're going to leave that situation, right? You personally, you're going to leave that. If someone belittles you and you don't leave and you don't say something, that's going to be running in your mind. You're going to, you're just going to let day. it happen. It's going to be running in your mind all day. Honestly, for like weeks. And like, but if you, if you deal with it, like straight on, you do what you know, what you need to feel like, oh, like you're belittling me. I don't like that. I say something or I leave. You're going to feel good. You're going to have a good day. And like, you're not going to be running it through your mind and you're going to be able to focus on the things that, that are most important to you. You're going to be able to leave it there and move on. And yeah, that's really, yeah, yeah. really important. Yeah. So. Yeah. But today I think overall is like, trust yourself. Um, one thing Warren Buffett says that his, his, uh, his father said to him was like, you need to have a strong internal compass. Like you need to follow that, that internal belief that what does uh Jiminy Cricket say? He, what is he? What is he? He's the, um, He's the from Pinocchio. Yeah, what is he's what is he for for Pinocchio? Oh, he's uh, Pinocchio's conscience. He's yeah. You have to listen to your conscience. Let your conscience be yeah, your guide. Listen to uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket inside of you, or maybe next, on your shoulder or something. <laughs> but um, that's that's kind of the goal. Um, the kind of the the whole idea of this is like set those standards. Be there for you. Be there for you. Be there for you. 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 You are the most important thing, and then you can take everything or take care of everything else in your life. Um, but again, you know, there are, we, we said, we, we said a few, few, uh, not so good stories, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of good therapists. And like we said, both of our lives have been completely changed and like completely turned around from 
good therapists. So there's a lot of people out there. We just got to find them. And that's the whole point is like how to find the right therapist, how to find the good therapists that are out there because they are out there. There's a lot they of people are. that really care and will accept you and will love you and will help you. So that's it. So it's, it's just really important, right? Yeah. You, 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 you are the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And remember that everyone's doing their best, right? And they are human beings, okay? So they make mistakes just like we do. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, so they're human and there's humans that you will be compatible with and that you will not be compatible with. And that is something that you want to look for in a therapist. Yeah. And yeah. no harm, no foul, right? Okay, just say, you know what? Like this, is. this isn't really working for me. I don't feel great vibes mm-hmm. you know like you, you seem like a good person but it just this isn't you yeah. know this isn't right for me and honestly a lot of them will be like okay you know i'll put you in the right direction right I, i'll refer you to someone with a different personality right and it can be as simple as that just like personality it doesn't even have to be like they're belittling you or yeah, they don't yeah. like you or um they're making you stressed it can just be like we just like don't really vibe you know mm-hmm. like i'm just not feeling it so yeah just trust yourself <laughs> um and trust your gut um so Anything else on therapists? No, I think that's it for me. I think, yeah, the biggest thing is be there for you. And we can't say that enough. Yeah. You, take you, care of you. you are the most, most important thing. Yep. So as for resources, okay, so find yourself a good therapist. What Brad talked about earlier, he talked about um, his racing heart, right? His pounding heartbeat. So he went to therapy and he could not kind of heal his heartbeat. And she said, okay, you just have to accept it. That's part of your life now. And that is not true. And what we've put together what I've put together is this book, three amazing relief tools for PTSD anxiety. And it is a free book. And one of the tools in this book, well, really all the tools in this book have healed that completely for him. So these are the tools that have been proven to work time and time and time again. Okay. So there are hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of relief tools out there, especially for anxiety. And these are the ones that, you know, when we focus on them, we've just seen time and time again, I've seen with clients past and present that these are the ones that work. We've used them in our personal lives and they've, they've right. That was a cake topper, but they also use, um, they're amazing for like some of the tools in this book can, you can just like straight up stop a panic attack. Yeah. Like you're completely breaking down. You use this tool. I'm not even kidding you. It's frustrating how fast it works. (laughs) It's almost like you don't want to do it because you like you, it's almost like you want to feel that, that panic or like that anger or, or yeah. If you're like, if you're getting angry at someone like those, like, um, angry outbursts or whatever, like you don't want to go and do what you need to do. Cause you don't want to accept that. You know, I can, I can just stop this in, I, in under two minutes. Right. So yeah. it's for, you know, honestly, so sh- short term anxiety, you know, like mm-hmm. really, really intense anxiety, really, really mild anxiety. Like I said, like his was just like, it wasn't something that generally like destroyed his daily life. It was just kind of there and just like, I wish I could get rid of that. And that'll do that. It'll also straight up stop a panic attack. Um, also a little bit longer term anxiety and like deep rooted anxiety. So these tools are really amazing. This book is free. I'm going to put the link below. It's overcoming PTSD.info slash free book. Um, I'm trying to get a hundred thousand copies of these out and into people's hands. I want to reach over a hundred thousand people because they are truly amazing and they will change your life. And people always ask me what, you know, what's the first thing to do in the recovery process? Um, you know, what do you tell people when you're coaching them? And this is the first thing, right? Before you even think about any sort of like, before you can even think, right? You just, you yeah, just need a clear yeah, head, right? So before it. you even think about steps forward, you need a clear head and you need to just kind of be able to get that anxiety under control. And these are amazing. So this is a free book. I just asked you to cover the shipping costs. I'll even refund um, your money if you feel like it's not everything I say it's going to be, but it is. It's wild. It's amazing. Um, so definitely go and check that out if you're struggling with anxiety or if you know someone who's struggling with anxiety, pass it along and yeah, they will absolutely yeah. love it. Give it for Christmas, give it for um, Hanukkah or Halloween or nope, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving or um, whatever. And um, this is something special. When you buy this book, which again, like 0%, I don't, I don't make any money off of this book. This is gen- genuinely free um, and I want to get it into your hands. Um, when you buy this book, you have the option to also purchase a, this is a secret. Um, this also comes with a video program, but this is a secret. You have the option to buy a, um, our depression masterclass, which is like a wild percentage off. So that's really cheap. So you can buy that when you 
do this. And that's also a video program. And that is amazing. That is an amazing program. Um, so it'll be me in front of the whiteboard. It's, it's a really wild program. You're going to see me do some silly things. You're going to (laughs) absolutely love it. Um, it's super worth it. It's, there's a lot of amazing information. We have both struggled with depression really, really strong. Like Brad said, eating that ice cream and just kind of going through those negatives for, for, for months. Yeah. It'll get you motivated. It'll get you moving. It'll get you moving. It'll, it'll get you, you know, out of bed, unstuck. It'll get you going. And then you also have, um, you don't, you don't have to, of course you can just get the book. Um, another super secret option is <laughs> if you buy the book, you can also purchase the jumpstart to your PTSD recovery program. So 10 day plan to jumpstart your PTSD recovery. And that is an amazing program. Okay. And that is to kind of kickstart. So like first thing is the anxiety. And then of course, first 10 days. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's an amazing program. That also comes with a sleep masterclass. It also comes with um, top 10 tips to stay motivated. This is super amazing. It'll get you going. It'll kick off your healing journey, right? So if you're struggling with the anxiety, if you're struggling with the depression, these are big problems in this um, sort of field here. Um, Get that under control, get that under control, and then start on your healing journey properly. And this book is amazing. Like it's stupid cheap, okay? And it It really is amazing. And you're gonna have... um, me walking you through it. You can always reach out to me via email. I am always here via email. Sometimes my email, I get a lot of emails. Um, it'll take me a few days, but I will absolutely get back to you. So if you ever have any questions on this, these are all, they come with video programs. They, they come with awesome bonuses. Um, so get yourself these if you're struggling with PTSD or if someone you know, or um, maybe you're a parent watching for um, one of your children or mm-hmm. even adult children, whatever's going on. Um, get these resources. Also, uh, I talked about the free training for the Broken to Unbreakable program, which is the recovery program. Um, so that all these links will be below. Again, you can get the anxiety book, the depression and the 10 day um, masterclass. And so that is, um, that's what we got. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you like this episode, uh, make sure you subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, hit that little, what is a notification bell because yeah, YouTube won't bell. give you a notification um, anymore unless you click that. Um, and let us know, let, let Kaylee know, um, what you want to hear via email or via comment below what you want to hear from us in the future. If you have any, any specific problems you'd like, um, like us to talk about, um, or anything like that, we are always looking for suggestions, always looking for things to talk about. So, and we want to help you with your specific things. So send us requests, anything at all, positive, negative comments, always accepted. We want to know, tell us how we can improve, how we can make this better, how we can help you more. Um, and that's always the goal. And, um, that's it. If you're on podcasts, subscribe there too. And we're here for you. We believe in you 100%. Genuinely, honestly, we love, we support you. We are on, we're here for you. We know that you can do this no matter Mm -hmm. where you're at in your healing journey or your recovery journey. We are here. We've got your back. Reach out. We know you can do this. Something else we'll be doing in the next um, couple weeks. We have a bunch of books coming in that are PTSD related workbooks. So um, I'm doing a lot of reading. We're going to be doing a lot of reviews of these books to kind of get you the best resources that you can. So books have absolutely changed my life. Um, And we're, we're doing all the reading, right? So we'll be reviewing these books and letting you know, you know, if they're appropriate, a lot of books are, a lot of books aren't appropriate for people still struggling with PTSD. Some of them are written just for like PTSD awareness and have a lot of um, detailed stories and stuff. So we're going to let you know what to watch out for, what's great, what's not so great and um, what's absolutely going to help you, what's going to inspire you, things like that on your journey because books are so, so good. Yeah, so they've changed both of our lives. Yeah, definitely look forward to that. That'll be really fun. There'll be a lot of those in the coming months. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, and this will be the first one that we're doing, which is called The Wounds Within by Mark Nickerson. Yes. So Mark just sent us this book. Mark, if you're watching, thank you. Yes, thank you, um, Mark. It's great to far. We look forward to getting and through it. Yes, we are very excited to share what we, um, what we learn. What we learn. Yeah. So. Awesome. Okay, subscribe, and we will see you all next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate. If not, have a happy Thursday. (laughs) See you later. Bye-bye.